0: Good evening, my name is Samson Ongeri. I'm going to read from the book of uh, Luke uh, that, uh, that two. Um, it's, it goes like this There were also others, criminals, led with him to be put to death. And when they had come to the place called Calvary there they crucified him and the criminals one on the right one on the right hand and the other on the left then Jesus said Father forgive them for they do not know what they do and they divided his garments and cast lot and the people stood looking on but even the rulers with them Sneered, saying, "He saved others; let him save himself. He is the Christ, the chosen of God." The soldiers also mocked him, coming and offering him uh, sour wine, and saying, "If you are the King of the Jews, save yourself." And an inscription was written over his over him in letters of, of Greek. Latin and Hebrew. This is the king of the Jews. Then one of them criminals who were hanged blasphemed him, saying, If you are the Christ, save yourself and us. But the other answering rebuked him, saying, Do you not even fear God? Seeing you are under the same condemnation? And we indeed justly for we And we indeed justly, for we receive the due reward of our deeds. But this man has done nothing wrong. Let's pray. (laughs) Father, we present ourselves before you this evening. Father, this is um, a day uh, you you laid down at the cross. And Father, we we come before you. We know we are not worthy uh, standing before you. But Father, we honor you. In all we do, that's why we are here, Father. You died on the cross because of our sins. You laid it down. You uh, lost power because of us. Father, we stand amazed on how much you love, you love us. Father, we, all we can do is just to honor you this evening as we praise your name. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen. What a journey to the cross that we've been on together as a community. Thank you, Brother Samson. Thank you, all of our readers. I'll continue now in our reading with part of the culmination of this evening, which is when we reflect on the death of our Lord Jesus Christ. You can follow along with me. That will be in Luke 23, beginning at verse 44 here now with open ears and open hearts. It was now about noon, and darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon, for the sun stopped shining, and the curtain of the temple was torn into two. Jesus called out with a loud voice, saying, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. When he had said this, he breathed his last. The centurion, seeing what had happened, praised God and said, Surely this was a righteous man. When all the people who had gathered to witness this sight saw what took place, they beat their breasts and they went away. But all of those who knew him, including the women who had followed him from Galilee, they all stood at a distance watching these things. Lord Jesus, there are no words that we can utter to thank you, Lord, for all that you've done on our behalf. Thank you, Jesus, that you see us, you hear us, Lord God. You are the God who sees, you are the God who hears our cries, Lord, and you did something about it. You paid a price, Lord God. And now, Lord, our response, God, is a thank you. It's a life of faith, a life of trust. Live in us today, God. Teach us your way. Help us to lay down whatever we need to lay down, whatever is holding us back, Lord, in order to press on and follow you into new life and new creation. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. It's amazing just to think about what we're reflecting on here today something that so many of us are are so familiar with and can often take for granted. We've seen the cross. Some of us have worn crosses. We've known the symbol of the cross. And it can sometimes simply be something that we just check off as a to-do before getting to the fun stuff on Easter Sunday. But really, one of my favorite definitions of the gospel is really... Something that God has done that has changed everything. And that something is what we're reflecting on today. This event, this action on the cross. By grace, Jesus died on the cross because God loved us so much that he would rather die than live without us. He would rather go through hell than be in heaven without us. That's how much He loved us. That's how much he loves us even now. The cross is the power of God displayed for all people throughout the world to see. And it's not just any kind of power. It's not human power. It's not just this big, remarkable, shiny thing. But it's this sign of death that seemed like shame. But God took that and restored it and renewed it and brought victory out of it. That's what God does. He restores. He restores precious things that seem broken, that seem irreparable, irreparable. And he does something new. He puts together precious things that have been broken. Things and people like you and me. God restores all things, including our relationships with him. He's on the cross, has restored the relationships between God and humanity. All of that is mended. So that means that because of this cross, we are free. We are free of guilt. We are free of shame. Because of the cross, there is now nothing absolutely nothing between us and God. There's nothing between you and God. And nothing in heaven or earth could ever separate you from the love of God in Christ Jesus. That's what this cross represents. At the heart of the scriptures, at the heart of the Bible, is the story of Jesus in the Gospels which we've been reading about today. And then at the heart of the Gospels is the story of our Lord Jesus Christ, crucified. Friends, brothers, sisters, we gather here this evening and every single Good Friday together as a church community to take a moment to pause and to look at the cross. To let the weight of it sit on us. It's not just a quick check off before getting to Easter Sunday. But to look to the cross is to get a glimpse at the heart and the mind of God. Let's be clear about this. Without the cross, there is no new life. Without the cross, there is no resurrection. Without Good Friday, there is no Easter Sunday. Today, as a church family, we take time to look to the cross because we cannot understand resurrection. We cannot understand blessing or overcoming without the power of the cross. On the cross, what seemed like tragedy becomes victory. But God invites us into that journey before the victory of Sunday We have to stop and sit with the grief and the pain of Friday. As God's people, we're called to cling to the cross. We're called to depend on Christ. And as we cling to the cross, we take on our own crosses. Many of you have been carrying certain crosses throughout this year, throughout this season. That's actually a sign of following a crucified and resurrected Lord. That's a sign that we follow Jesus, the one who took the cross when things were uncertain, when things were unfamiliar, and the one who kept going, who kept going because he thought of you and me, who died for the sake of many. As followers of Jesus, Our residence, our identity, our purpose is in this crucified Savior. Faith in Christ means that we're invited into the death of Christ. So this Friday, this good Friday, as we're all awaiting the good news of Sunday, what is God calling you to put to death? What needs to die? What needs to be put to death and laid down at the foot of that cross? What do you need to give to God that maybe you've been holding on to this entire year? Tonight's the night. This weekend is the weekend. Lay it down in order to experience new life and resurrection In Him. I want us all to be bringing that thing, that weight, before the Lord, especially now as we turn to this table. Today we're going to take time to celebrate a sacrament, to celebrate communion. Communion is an eternal sign of God's covenant, of God's promises to us, His covenant of grace and salvation through the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And this is a meal that we're all invited to because it's God's meal. It's a meal that God prepares. He is the head of this table, and Jesus invites us to take part in this beautiful time of prayer, of reflection, of praise, and of laying it all down before him. This meal is called communion or communion common union together as the family of God. So I'm going to invite us to prepare for communion this evening. And this is going to be a time to simply center ourselves, to refocus our thinking from all of the distraction that's out there or in here. And we're just going to have this moment here at the Lord's Supper. So after we take a moment to just quiet our hearts and quiet our minds, I'm going to lead us in this time of communion. So let's go ahead and and take these next few moments to just pray and lay it down, give it to God, whatever burden you need to give him, and then I'm going to lead us in this time of communion. Let's take this moment of silence and preparation. Amen. Beloved, in the Lord Jesus Christ, the Holy Supper that we're about to celebrate is a feast. It's a feast of remembering, of communion, and of hope. Amados en el Señor Jesucristo, la Santa Cena que estamos por celebrar es una fiesta memorial de comunión y de esperanza. We come in remembering that our Lord Jesus Christ was sent by the Father into the world to assume flesh and blood and to fulfill for us all obedience to the divine law, even to the bitter and the shameful death of the cross. Recordamos que el Padre envió al mundo a nuestro Señor Jesucristo para que tomara de nuestra carne y sangre para que cumpliera por nosotros obediencia a la ley divina hasta el extremo de una amarga y vergonzosa muerte en la cruz. We come to have communion, common union with this same Jesus Christ, with the one who has promised to be with us always, even to the ends of the earth he will never leave us or forsake us in the breaking of the bread he makes himself known to us as the true heavenly bread as the one who strengthens us into life eternal in this cup of blessing he comes to us as the vine in whom we must abide if we are to abide if we are to bear any fruit at all we come in hope. We come believing that this bread and this cup are actually a pledge and a foretaste of the feast of love of which we will take pardon in his kingdom. Once his kingdom has fully come on earth as it is in heaven, when with unveiled faces we will behold him, we will see him face to face, and we will be made like him in his glory. Let's pray. God, send your Holy Spirit. Send your Holy Spirit upon us to see the eternal thing that you're doing, Lord, even on this simple evening with this humble cup and this humble bread and this humble gathering. You're doing something, Lord, that is beyond what we could understand, Lord, or even imagine. And thank you, Lord, because in Christ you make a way where, Lord, we can get a foretaste, we can get an example of the eternal good things that you are doing. Lord, we pray that in this bread and in this cup, Lord, you would bless it, and may it be to us the communion of the body and the blood of Christ. Would you grant, Lord, that being joined together in him, we may attain the unity of the faith and grow up into all things in Christ our Lord. And as the grain has been gathered from many fields into one loaf and these grapes from many fields into one cup, grant, O Lord, that your whole church may soon be gathered from the ends of the earth into your kingdom. Even so, come, Lord Jesus, come. Amen. Our Lord Jesus Christ, on the same night that he was betrayed, on this same night that we read about. He took the bread and when he had given thanks, he broke it. And he gave it to them saying, take, eat, this is my body broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Then in the same manner, he also took the cup when he had sipped some of it and he said, this cup is the New Testament in my blood. Do this as often as you drink of it in remembrance of me. Let's pray. Holy Spirit, we thank you for bringing us together. Te damos gracias, Espíritu Santo, por traernos juntos y ser nuestra unidad. We pray, Lord, that this evening, may this cup and this bread represent your real presence with us here and now. We pray and confess what we have done as well as those thoughts and actions that we have left undone, O God. We thank you, God, for the gift of your table and the gift of your hospitality. And right now, this time is for everyone, whether we're taking our first steps with God or next steps with God. The Apostle Paul tells us in 1 Corinthians 11, 28, Let a person examine himself or herself, then and so eat of the bread and drink of the cup. Again, this is a time for all. This is a time of rest, reflection, and receiving, and laying it all down. This is an invitation to trust and declare faith in Jesus today. That can be you right where you are, just as you are. You can declare and say, Jesus, you are my Lord. I trust in you more than I do in myself or in other people or circumstances. Be my Lord and Savior today. This can be a time for you to go to that next season, that next stage with the Lord. Whatever that is for you, today is the day to lay it all down, to trust in him, Lord, be with us in this time as we prepare to lay our burdens down and to take part in this meal that you've invited us into. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. In just a moment, I'm going to invite our our brother and elder John Jones to be able to um, help in serving the elements. But we, this is a special evening. Again, the theme of tonight is laying our burdens down at the foot of the cross. And so we're going to invite you to do something different today. We have these stones right in front of the cross. And we want to invite you, before you come up and take of the elements, to just simply come to the cross. And whatever the the Spirit leads you to, whatever God leads you to, you can take one of those stones and you know what that represents for you. You know what burden it is you need to lay down tonight before the foot of the cross. And you can lay it down. God sees you. God hears you. He forgives you. And you can lay it down at the cross. Give it all to him. And then come and receive this meal, this bread, and this cup as a sign of forgiveness and newness in Christ. Amen. Can we do that together tonight? So I want to invite us now. I'll invite uh, our Uh, brother John Jones to come and prepare to serve. But before that, as I mentioned, and as the spirit leads you, you can do that right in your seat or you can come up right to the cross and lay a burden down. And if all the stones are there already set down, you can just pick one up and lay it back down as well. But let's go ahead and lay it all down at the foot of the cross. And once we've taken a moment to do that, I'll invite us to come up and receive the elements. And then we'll take of the bread and the cup together. And then we'll be concluding our evening tonight. Friends, brothers, sisters. Let's lay down our burdens at the foot of the cross.
2: I am a tree bending beneath the weight of his wind and mercy. And all of a sudden, I am unaware of these afflictions eclipsed by glory. And I realize just how beautiful you are and how great your affections are for me. Oh, how he loves us. Oh, oh, how he loves us. How he loves us all And he is jealous for me loves like a hurricane I am a tree Bending beneath The weight of his wind and mercy
3: all of a sudden I am unaware of these afflictions eclipsed by glory, and I realize just how beautiful you are and how great your affections are for me. Oh, how he loves, how he loves us. By the grace in his eyes This grace is an ocean We're all sinking in Heaven meets earth I can unforeseen kiss My heart turns violently Inside of my chest I don't have time to maintain These dreads when I think about The way That he loves us
1: we have all received the the body and the cup and then we'll take and anyone else that needs to receive before we take and eat together this is the feast of God for the people of God And this is a day of doing exactly what we're doing, laying it all down before the Lord. God is smiling down on us. Angels are rejoicing. When we repent, when we turn our ways and we fix our eyes on him, when we let go and we let God do a new thing in us, this is what this represents. Together as a body, This is the body of Christ broken for us because he loves us. Let's take and eat together as one church family. Friends, brothers, sisters, this is the blood of Christ shed for you because he loves you. Let's take and drink together as one body. Let's pray. We praise and thank you, O Lord, that you have fed us at your table. We're grateful for your gifts and we are mindful of this common union, this unity that you have called us to as members of your family, as brothers and sisters united in Jesus Christ. We offer to you our prayers for all people because you are the God of compassion, Lord God. You see our burdens You see, you hear our tears, and you have compassion on us, Lord. We remember before you, Lord, the poor and the afflicted, the sick and the dying, the prisoners and all who are lonely and isolated, those who suffer from injustice and all others who are suffering, Lord, in our country, in our state, in our world, Lord God. You know them by name, Lord God. Thank you, Lord, for this eternal sign that you have given us through your communion, Lord. This is the hope of the gospel through the Lord's Supper, God. Here you're doing, again, something eternal, something invisible, where you're bringing unity to all things in heaven and on earth in Jesus Christ. Lord, that is our hope, that is our prayer, that all things would be brought together in Christ Jesus. Amen. 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 I'm going to invite our sister Mandy Um, to come forward, and she's going to read our final scripture reading for tonight, and then we'll end, we'll close with one song, and we'll be done with our evening today.
4: Hi, I'm Amanda Fuentes, and I'm going to be reading out of the book of Luke um, 23, 50 through 56. Now there was a man named Joseph, a member of the council, a good and upright man who had not consented to their decision and action. He came from the Judean town of Arimathea, Arimathea, and he himself was waiting for the kingdom of God. Going to Pilate, he asked for Jesus' body. Then he took it down, wrapped it in linen cloth, and placed it in a tomb, cut in the rock one in which no one had yet been laid. It was preparation day, and the Sabbath was about to begin. The woman who had come with Jesus from Galilee followed Joseph and saw the tomb, and how his body was laid in it. Then they went home and prepared spices and perfumes, but they rested on the Sabbath in obedience to the commandment. Let us pray. Dear Lord, um, Thank you for your presence. Thank you for being with us this evening. Thank you for this time that we get to reflect on um, your death, but also your resurrection, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, that you would have it the the, praise, the praises of your people, that you would cleanse our hearts, that you would purify our hands, Lord God. There's nothing that we could say or do that would ever be worthy or or any way that we could like pay you back for what you've done, Lord God. But I pray, Lord God, that you would live big enough, Lord God, and that, that we could serve you and we could love one another the way that you have loved us, Lord God. And that we would feel free to do that, Lord Jesus. I thank you, Lord Father, for the hope that we have in you. I thank you for loving us no matter what. For always being a gentleman and not making us love you, but letting us decide to to love you, Lord God. You're so faithful in I just pray, Lord God, that you would just continue to live big in us, Lord God, and that people would see see you in us, Lord Jesus. And thank you for letting us serve you and love you. In Jesus' name, amen.
5: Amen. As we conclude the service with this last song, I would like to invite everybody to just stand it's not about the beautiful lights it's not about the beautiful song but they're beautiful right the songs are beautiful it's about this today it's about the cross I'm so thankful for the cross and I'm sure you guys are too but as pastor was saying the stones are a representation of our burdens right in laying down our burdens our burdens aren't ours um Our Lord, he's just so good that he fights our burdens and our battles with us and for us, right? And let's just surrender it to the Lord. Everything right now, just go ahead and close your eyes and just tell the Lord, I surrender it all to you. It's not mine. It's yours, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We're so thankful for the cross, God. We are just left in awe, Father God, because of the God that you are, Jesus. You're such a loving God, a God who loves without limits. Thank you, Jesus. We're just so thankful for the cross. (laughs)
6: You. <laughs>
1: It is well with our souls because of the cross it is well amen just a couple of reminders before leaving us for this evening we've come to the foot of the cross and the next step in the journey is resurrection sunday and that's this coming sunday easter sunday here at imago at 11 a.m whether you're in person or online we want to invite you all in person invite family, friends, neighbors at 11 a.m., so different than our normal 9.30 start time, 11 a.m. for worship service, Easter Sunday, this coming Sunday, and we're going to have a special brunch immediately afterwards. It's going to be a tremendous and special service, 11 a.m., April 17th, here at Imago Church. Invite family, friends, and neighbors, and we look forward to celebrating The resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ together. But as we go out from here, there's some time for fellowship to greet one another and to just close out this reflective evening. But may Jesus Christ, the one who for our sakes became obedient unto death, even death on a cross, may this same Lord Jesus Christ keep you and strengthen you from the cross to the empty tomb. Amen. Amen. Go in God's peace, and we'll see you here Sunday as we celebrate the resurrection of our Lord. Go in the peace of Christ. God bless you. Good night.
6: Through it all, it. All, my eyes are on you. it all,